Good morning. Good morning to you, Lori Raywa. How are you? I'm fine, thanks for asking. And yourself? So far, so good. I'm I'm sitting in the same apartment I've been in since like the 18th of March or something like that. Uh, congratulations. Are you now home? Well, sort of. Okay. I work. A, I work a couple of half days at the office, and then I come home and uh, work a little bit here. But like today is a day off because it was scheduled to be my day home. So excellent, excellent. Yeah. Where do you yeah. work again? That you are now still essential personnel. I work in the courthouse. That's why you're essential personnel. Yeah, we're we're all taking turns of either going in or working from home, and they ended up uh, giving me a computer um, just the other day, so now I have it hooked up at home so that I'll be able to go in to the system from home uh, to do some work here, uh, but there's certain things I still have to go into the office to do. So. Oh, sure. Oh, sure, I would imagine sensitive matter and whatever else. Um, how are you doing during this, this uh, very surreal time? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I, I'm concerned about my sister who lives in the city, uh -huh. uh, you know, and just have to keep touching base with her every couple of days just to see how she's doing because her office has been closed and she's been home housebound for a little over three weeks now. Wow. Um, so, you know, and the rest of my family, I check in with them periodically and they're all doing fine, uh, in other parts of the country. And obviously, you're being careful going into work, especially something as as well. I'd say very public, but nowadays that's 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 a, a loaded a loaded answer. Uh, but you're being very careful with everything in terms of your health. Yes, I am. The good thing about the courthouse is they're not allowing any outside people in. It's all employees only. Good. So we're in there to still do what needs to get done for people. Um, whether they're dealing with civil matters, criminal matters, family matters, probation matters, you know, things like that. So, so uh, on, a, on a relative term, it's business as usual over there. There's other things going on. There are still some things going on, yes. Oh, that's so funny. Um, they're doing a lot of it remotely. Yep, yep. Um, so when they're dealing with people in... Uh, in uh, the jail and things, they do that remotely. Mm -hmm. um, but judges are still going in to deal with what they have to deal with and, and things of that nature. You, you know, it's so funny. Maybe, maybe it's just my, my naivete on, on the situation. We think that because the, the, the whole world right now is in lockdown, uh, uh, the, that everything has stopped. But no, life is still going on out there. There's, people are still suing people. Uh, uh, and 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 other things that require a judge. While all of this is going on, it's it's. I I, I almost am embarrassed to say, wow, other things are happening. But yeah, and and there you are in the middle of that. Yes. Wow. Yes, other things are still happening. Huh. Uh, <laughs> I must sound so stupid to our listeners. I got to tell you, I'm sure they're going. Well, of course, Jay. What do you think? Nothing is going on. Uh, let, let's talk about what is not going on. You were going to have a show open. Uh, you're going to have a show run uh, around around now, or like within the next month or so. At, speaking of courthouse, at the American Theater of Actors. It was right. It was supposed to be uh, the 22nd of April. There you go. Um, and we were moved to June or July, 
And then I got another call from James Denning, the artistic director, and he wants to move us to either August or September. August. So, Go for September. Well, probably. Um, you know, uh, there again, everything depends on where this all goes. Um, and, you know, seeing if I can hold together a cast. Right. Mostly everybody's still on board. There was a couple of... Uh, roles I still needed to fill, and now I have some time to see if some of my original people that I wanted would still be available if we moved it back in September. Right. You going to do video auditions or anything like that during this time period? Um, no, um, because I want to wait and get something scheduled with James, which I haven't done yet, um, and then reach out to those that I know who... Um, said yes originally, make gotcha. sure they're still in, in play, and then go to a couple of people that I had originally offered roles to who couldn't do it in April, and then when I moved it to June, they could do it, and now it's not <laughs> June, so it, 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 it's, it's like watching things change um, on a daily basis. Right. You know, one day you have an actor, the next day you don't. Um, and my philosophy has always been when the show opens, whoever's in the play <laughs> was supposed to be the ones in there in the first place. <laughs> that's great. I, I have to use that. Whoever's there opening night, that's who's supposed to do the show. Exactly. Cause I, there have been two or three shows where I had to replace a cast member before we opened. And the, and the last oh, time that right. I had to yes. do that was waiting for the dawn. I had to replay, uh, replace one of the cast members, uh, and I was on my third actor, and he came on board 10 days before we opened. Do you, so. fi do you find that's more common as, uh, around now than it used to be? I've, I've heard of everything, uh, of things like that, all the way from uh, up to the, to the Metropolitan Opera. Do, do you find that becoming more of the norm, that, that uh, it's, it seems actors don't, stay it's it's happened to me a couple of times so i just look at it that you know you really weren't interested in the project and i don't know why you didn't tell me that in the first place gotcha you know it's it, it's all about if you're if you want to do this um as you know a hobby and some people do it as a hobby sure you want to do it as um your livelihood then do it as your livelihood. But don't take on something last a week and say, you know, I really don't want to do this anymore. Right. Right. Uh, it, it's interesting that you, you go uh, to that angle. I've always thought that myself. If, if someone can't be dedicated uh, to one project at a time, if you will, uh, if, if they can't either have the, the, the guts to turn something down because it's not what they want, then, then they're not thinking of it correctly. They're not thinking of the projects or the industry correctly. Or they've already got a project and they want to see if yours is better. Oh, I, I just want to beat up people who do that. That's, that. that's just me. If somebody says, oh, well, I'm, I'm looking at this other thing as well, I, okay, then, then please don't, don't be in mind. Don't, don't even offer. Well, if, well, here's the thing. Where that's concerned... You know, sometimes the person's right for it, um, but it doesn't totally fit into their schedule. Like, 
couple of years ago, I ended up having one of Irving Greenfield's play, Family Matters, and it was all three characters, and one of the leads could only do one week. So I ended up having to double cast that particular lead. So I had one woman do it the first week, and I had a different woman do it the second week. So I was rehearsing two leading ladies for the same role. Huh. How, how is it to double cast? I've done it a couple of times. I, I'm Sometimes I'm enjoying it, sometimes I don't. Uh, do you enjoy the double casting? Do you enjoy the energy of a new performance, or is it just another nightmare? No, I don't look at it as a nightmare at all because both women that I was working with, um, Amy Losey and Valerie O'Hare, uh, the two ladies are phenomenal to work with, and it was it was it took something different. Each one of them brought something different to the same role. <laughs> Good, and that's what I loved about it. And the other thing that I loved about it is when I was taking pictures, I made sure that a picture that I had with Valerie. And Ken Coglin, um, I had the same picture when Amy did it, so Smart. I had that same um, vision twice with my two leading ladies. Smart. I, uh, well, you 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 think as you think as a director. I, I find uh, I find as time goes on, I think as a producer. So so I'll hear a schedule first, but you'll hear the talent first, and I think that's terrific. Um, okay, now uh, you you and I you and I have been around long enough that. Uh, uh, that we know that we know the tragedies that have befallen New York. Um, you were directly involved in a, a, a project during during the time of AIDS, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, you stage managed. Uh, was it for Equity Cares? It was a one night only uh, performance. It was for Stamp Out AIDS. Um, at that and that juncture was being run by um, John Kleins. Oh right, okay. um, and a someone I knew from my high school days actually worked with John, and his name was Robert Wilson. He went by Tug for most of us that knew him, um, and still know him. Uh, he and a writing partner wrote a song that they used in this one night only performance, mm. um, and it had I want to say fourteen. Broadway stars participated in this one night only performance. Right, right. And this was dedicated to Michael Bennett. Exactly, because he passed away right before the performance. He passed away like two days before the performance was supposed to happen. Mm. And then the ballroom sold out in a matter of minutes. Of course. Of course it would. Uh, okay, so so you remember New York with with the, the blanket of AIDS on top of it. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, what's your perspective on on this current blanket that's covering uh, New York and and basically halting the entertainment industry? It's different. How's it different? It's different because we can't, you know, we can't see the virus. We just know it's there, and it's not just affecting one group of people like AIDS specifically at one time, was uh, affected the men. Right. And then we found out a lot more about AIDS and that it affected other people in other countries. 
um, especially in Africa, it affected the women there. So sure. it, it, it was, there were so many different um, things about AIDS that's different from here because this all started in one place and it has become a tidal wave around the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's uh, mind boggling that people still are not doing the social distancing that's needed. Why not? I have my own theory. I want to hear others. What, why, why aren't people doing it when it's the only thing you can do? Uh, because they don't believe it's going to affect them. Hmm. And it might not specifically affect the person that um, has an event, but it affects people that were there at the event. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, I, I, I've said many times to, to the guest, I think the, the, big, the big galvanizing force is that, that this disease has leveled the playing field. Uh, I, I think AIDS and so many others, there, there, were, there were so many factions that were able to say, oh, well, that doesn't affect me. And so there was a, a, they, they were, pardon the pun, distancing themselves from it. Uh, but this is leveling the playing field. Uh, you can, no matter who you are and what you do or believe, that that germ will attack you if it has the opportunity, and and I thought almost a happy ending that people would say, okay, well, this is for everybody, so let's all join forces. There's still people out there who say, no, nope, no, nope, not going to happen. Uh, pretty scary. It, it it's uh, it's sad to know that we've had so many people pass away, um, from you know babies to at least a hundred year olds. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't affect uh, babies as much. I don't think any any uh, children have have befallen this disease. Or am I wrong? Um, the, uh, a six week old really is the youngest that I've heard, oh. and I believe that was in New York. Um, based on listening to the different uh, governors have their press conferences, right. Um, you know, and then, uh, and when you look at it, there was one day, and I believe it was, I'm not sure if it was New Jersey or New York, that 32 people had died. Out of that, 20 were men and 12 were women. And the age range was 30 to 100. <sighs> so, it's, it's, uh, it's not it's fun. It's to know that. It's not, and it's sad to know that we have this virus out there that we're still not able to get a handle on. Okay, uh, that yeah, that thank you. You just you just saved my lead in here. Uh, you've been involved in the arts a uh, uh, long time, uh, and yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a bit. And and you have seen uh, it, it, uh, you you've seen the 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 off off Broadway movement. Uh, Grow and change and whatever, so so you understand it completely. Uh, uh, what is what is the theater going to look like when this is all over? Let's whenever it's over, whether it's August or whatnot. Uh, what are we going to see when we come to the other side? Oh wow, that's that's uh. Well, we'll see who's still very passionate about the arts. <sighs> Because we'll see those that were passionate about it before this happened, 
will still be passionate about it after this. And then we'll see those people that weren't as passionate fall by the wayside. You know? That's interesting. Which then, uh, that, that's how I look at it. I, I really think there's going to be people that are passionate about it. And they're still going to want to go out and do it. You know? I mean, I have this project. Whenever we put it up, we have that project. And then the playwright, Irving Greenfield, when he saw a couple of my Facebook pages that I was actually in a play, he told me, why don't I just play the lead in the one act that he wrote? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I know. It's, it's, it's gotten... It, it, it's funny. Um, and I feel honored when a playwright asks me to do something. Like the last project I just did. You know, so... Uh, there are people that are still going to be doing it. There are people that are going to write about this. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that that in and of itself um, is, is going to be hard. If somebody writes about it that has lost somebody, they'll have that aspect to put in it. If somebody writes about it who didn't, they'll have their version of it. So we'll see a lot of different versions of how people have looked at this um, virus, this pandemic, and how we get to the other side of it. it it's interesting you say that because Shakespeare, one of my favorite Shakespeare lines, he describes artists as being the abstract and brief chronicle of the time. So yes, we're we're going we're going to see uh, this enter theatrical history on so many levels, just the levels I'm. I'm imagining just just make me reeling so I could just imagine there. Um, uh, it, it's interesting. You picked a really interesting. Whenever I say how are we going to look on the other side, people immediately go to uh, uh, well, tickets going to be more money. Tickets will be less money. Broadway will be this. Off Broadway will be this. You're you're getting down to 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 the deepest part of a person. People are probably sitting in their homes right now saying, "Is this really worth it? I think I'll just go home and be a." a uh, and be an administrator, and be a doctor, be a be a businessman, or or, or something. Uh, so, so you're picking the the notion of the passion that our passion might actually be uh, uh, be in question after all of this. Yeah. Is it still worth it to you to continue to do this? Continue to follow your passion. Continue to follow your dream. For some people, it won't be worth it anymore. Why won't it be worth it? Been because they've been they've been away from it for so long. You're shocking me again. That's great. Uh, well, you understand what I mean when I say great. Um, uh, it, it's it's not even you know. Even when you said that, I went to the money and I thought, okay, well now they they have no money because they didn't have their their gig is completely over and they don't know where the next one's coming from. Whatever. Again, I thought business, but but you're going straight down something even deeper within them. Exactly. Well, it's just a matter if they're away from it long enough, will will the fire still burn? Exactly. Do you think it's going to go in the other direction? I've had a couple people say that there's there's people sitting at home now in in the job they don't particularly like, and they're going to say, you know, I I could die in my apartment being being a position I, I, I don't appreciate. Maybe now is the time to become that actor, that playwright, that 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 great filmmaker, or something. Do you think we're going to have a, a an influx of artists because of it? I think there's going to be a percentage that will go that route and say, you know, 
after sitting home and realizing how much I don't like or don't appreciate um, what I'm actually doing for a living, I'm going to throw caution to the wind and follow what I'm really passionate about. There are going to be a percentage of people do that. Mm. But then there's going to be the people that are going to play safe. You know, I'll stick my foot in the water just a little bit, and if it feels okay, I'll jump in. If it right. doesn't feel okay, I'll stay where I am. Right. And I'll just do it part-time. And then you'll have those that still keep their day job and do it part-time. Hmm. And again, for some people, it has to do with money. If you don't have money put aside to be able to jump in full force, then you're still going to have to have that day job or night job or part-time job. Or, you know, some people do it for the love of the theater, like myself. And some people do it because um, they get paid to do it. Right. You know, so you're going to have the, the factions of those that are still doing it because they get paid to do it. And then you have those of us that might not be getting paid to do it. And we're doing it because we love it. It's still a passion. It's still something that drives us. That's really interesting. I, I, I don't know whether to be excited about it or, or mournful, if you will. We're gonna ha we could very well have a whole personnel change. When we come out from the other side, there could be a whole brand new patch of actors, and there could be so many empty spaces because of it. And, and right. Because it's sim something simple as, as, as need and passion. Simple. Mm Haha. -hmm. Uh -huh. Wow. Well, that's something for me to think about. Lori, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. I, I know this was like the third pass to try to get you on the phone. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're able to at least be home most of the time. Please be safe when you're going into something as public as, as, as the courthouse. Please be safe. Do the whole washing the hands and everything else that people talk about. Uh, uh, it, yeah, my hands are getting rough from all the rot washing of the hands. Yeah, tell me about it. I don't normally use lotion, but we're reaching a point. Uh, uh, I, I really appreciate you talking. You're, you're, you're an old friend. Uh, uh, I know you a million years, and I'm so happy that, uh, that you're already planning the future, so your passion is still strong, and we're going to still see your great work. Thank you again, and, and please be safe. Thank you. You do the same. I sure will. And same to your family as well. Of course, same here. Ciao. All right. Bye. Bye.